So every year when we approach this game, uh, those of you from the part of the state I'm from, which is in southeast Georgia, you get a little more excited. It doesn't really matter what the schedule looks like before, what Georgia's record is. But I will tell you, having lived through the 90s and the early aughts when you could count the wins by, by the name of the touchdown, it feels really cool to go down to Jacksonville knowing again that one of my favorite views in the entire world, an empty Florida side at uh, Jacksonville Municipal Stadium or whatever they're calling it now in, early in the third quarter is going to happen. What's up, Georgia football fans? You're listening to episode 326 of the Waiting Since Society podcast. This is the Georgia-Florida preview show, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party preview show. Uh, Tony and Will are imbibing in some cocktails as we speak. Oh, Will? I went to grab my drink, and I hit the microphone. Will is uh, already out of control, so it should be a good podcast. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, why delay what we're going to talk about? This is the Georgia-Florida banter that you've been waiting for. So, let's just go ahead and kick this off. Will, what do you got? Um, Thank you uh, for everyone's patience. I know that you were expecting an emergency podcast this week on the Bowda decision. But, um, (laughs) no, it turns out that we we couldn't get together until tonight on Tuesday. If you're looking for a sign of how far things have come, uh, that... That is, I mean, that's how long we've been doing this podcast, man. We had, I, was that our first emergency podcast? Oh, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Like, and I mean, that was an emergency. <laughs> it was certainly an emergency that Vuitton Bowder. And remember, remember at the time we thought, like, man, he must know something. He must know something. <laughs> yeah. Got a whole package That's where you were. And, and, the, and, and listen, I, there's been reporting on this that some say it was when Georgia lost Alabama in the rain. But I think the more common understanding, and I think the, most of the reporting is based on the idea that when the Bowda thing happened, mm-hmm. it was a, oh, he's flailing. He's flailing. And, and I think that that's probably an oversimplification of what actually happened. Mm-hmm. But I think among people that... That had been had had wanted. Listen, everybody loves Mark Rick. Everyone will always love Mark Rick. But among and listen, this was a major topic on this podcast for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Was what they should do with Rick. Let us not forget that Emerson Drink, uh, the day that Rick got fired, or um, did a did a Twitter against Twitter. But like, it's still people that follow Seth Emerson, mm-hmm. like which is I think a pretty good cross section of Georgia fans of whether they shot, thought Mark Rick should be fired or whether she kept his job. And I believe it was seventy three percent said he should have kept his job. And uh, now I think we can all agree that the correct thing happened. Um, and I also think that remember part of the thing too at the time was uh, not to relate all of this, but was Rick runs a program the way you want to have a mm-hmm. program. Do we want to be like that and talk about conversations that feel very 2014 in the world of college football? That's a pretty big one. Um, but that I'll always remember that bad decision. I think there's, there's a lot of point that that was when people were like, we're not, this is not going to, this is, this is, that was when people made their decision. And to think about how far, not just Georgia and Florida, how they've separated and how much they've come in that, but the idea of, the notion of this coaching staff doing a, oh, geez, what are we going to do? I'll tell you what, let's try whoever the equivalent of Bauda is <laughs> in, in any sort of situation, whether it's not a quarterback, but anything that kind of like, 
oh my God, let's just try this. Like it's impossible to imagine this coaching staff making a move out of desperation or the old Rex Grossman, screw it, I'm going deep kind of idea. Like it is, it is so, it would be so out of character, but I think speaks to how far they've come. Not so much, it, you can reflect on it because it's Florida, but to me, the thing that's most fascinating about it is that I would think that Kirby Smart and the rest of the coaching staff had a collective stroke if they would just do something completely out of left field during game week like that. Uh, it's not structured that way. And uh, and to me, that, that speaks to how far they've come and uh, how much different place everything is. I don't think Florida is where Georgia was in 2015 by any stretch of imagination, but Georgia doesn't have a ballot. Georgia has right, right. Georgia has three guys behind our walk-on who won a national championship last year, <laughs> yes. who are five-star recruits. Right, right. Uh, and Florida has a ballot? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where the analogy goes, but I, I, it brings up a very interesting point in in where these two teams are. Uh, as I alluded to in the cold open, which was not cold, it was super hot, and uh, which which I alluded to, which is we went down there for nearly twenty years. Mm-hmm with a hope and a prayer and a gleam in our eyes. Well, not 20 years, because one year we got our eyes beat in here, and one year we got our eyes beat in in Gainesville. But there were many years, even during that run, where we did go down there with hope and a gleam in our eye with that, you know, we just might do it this year. Um, we also went down there many times where there was no real hope. And this is a 22-and-a-half-point spread, right? This would be... It would be incredible. No crazy things happen in Georgia. What was Florida. the spread versus Missouri this year? Uh, it was more than that. It was, it was more, more than, than that. that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But um, the fact of the matter is, it's like Georgia and Florida are in such different places. You know, Florida's had, since Urban Meyer, what, four head coaches, including Georgia's current defensive coordinator? <laughs> um, yeah, thank you, Agent Munchamp. You, you've, you've, you've served well. Um, but the the reality is, it's like, look, I'm. I think Billy Napier probably can get things turned around some, but he's taken a very much a uh, guys. We we got we got Dan Mullins in the walls. We got to get that out first before we even worry about what color to paint the walls. Which is not entirely dissimilar than really what Kirby Smart had his first year in Lions, right? Like obviously, probably Rick, Rick left the place in a better place. Oh yeah, Kirby than was Mullen Kirby, Kirby inherited a better team, but talent was yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, like I mean, let's not forget Kirby Smart. They, they lost at home to Vanderbilt. Kirby yeah, they were first there. year. Like let's not forget they that. were staring. At yeah. essentially they lost the same, home to Georgia Tech. Kirby Smart's first year. Well, Florida, Florida, Florida pulled one out and should have lost to South Florida this year, just mm-hmm. a handful of weeks ago. They still stumped Auburn though. <laughs> yeah, <Nope. laughs> it's yeah. Still Auburn. So um, when you when you start thinking about and we'll, we'll get to to actual breakdown in a few minutes, if you think about where the two programs are, um, there is nothing. Crazier to me. I saw Blutoshki had this uh, thing on the website, but I'd seen it many, many places. Um, there is nothing crazier to me than to hear Florida fans sounding very much like Georgia fans circa 1999, right? I can't, I'm not even watching, I'm not going this game, I'm not watching this game. I've given my tickets away. Um, I, you know, I'd rather, I think somebody said, I'd rather listen to the view. It turned all the way up for 24 hours. Then, then watch this game. Um, and depending on whatever your your feelings on the view are, twenty four hours turned all the way up is really, really a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, <laughs> so you know we are. It's a recurring theme. We're living in incredible days where I, Tony Waller, Anthony Eugene Waller, am not the least bit stressed about the Florida game. I just learned your middle name. It's Eugene. <laughs> um, 
named after my father. Okay. I won't. I'm, I'm not. His yeah. middle name's Eugene. Okay. His first name is Billy because, you know, real names were hard to come by in the 40s. <laughs> it was a war. People always um, act like middle names are embarrassing. Eugene is an awesome middle name. I've yet to like. I've, I've yet to have someone be like, "Yeah, I'm Tony Rainbow Waller." Like, it's, it's always like a normal name. Danger. Yeah, danger. Of course, Anthony. Everyone, danger. Everyone at this table's name, middle name is obviously I, danger. I mean, Eugene is, yeah. means I mean, danger mine is in Flemish. Like, you know, mine is hardly uh, yeah. uh, really yeah. myself. Um, I mean, my initials are STD. So no, no. See, that's really <laughs> unfortunate. That's, was it? Was that an awesome pickup line? In college? <laughs> just, Let's just, just say. So it, you know, I don't get anything monogrammed. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> just Remember, Alexis is ass, so she has everything monogrammed uh, and loves it. I always wonder if like like people that their initials were never a problem until very recently. Like, oh, my initials are CBD, <laughs> my initials are THC. Right. <laughs> like it was really never an issue until a very recent period of time. Um, yeah, you know, and I think that it's a, listen, it's a good place. And the fact that the questions now, I mean, listen, coming into this year, I think the big question we were previewing the East was, okay, so is the biggest challenge Kentucky? Is it Florida? Maybe Tennessee could be a little feisty and knock somebody off. And now, you know, to me, the thing that puts pressure on Napier is not Georgia. It's what Tennessee is doing. Like, that is the idea for Florida. It's one thing to be like, okay, Georgia is rolling right now. It's going to take us a while to get there, but give us some time and we can get there. It's another thing to be like, oh, we got there in two years. We got there in two years and we're about to have the uh, – and Tennessee could, theoretically could lose to Georgia and still make the playoff. Yep. That's what's got to be hard for them. And that that's the danger zone, right? That, and again, it's just – it's like a seventh game. Like give them some slack. But like this is the SEC and this is how this works. The danger zone is not not being able to catch up with Georgia fast enough. The danger zone is – Getting passed by Tennessee, getting passed by South Carolina, yep. Uh, yep. getting passed by Kentucky, Kentucky be, not being able to catch up with Kentucky as quickly as he can. I think that is the scary part for Florida. And again, it's just the first year, and we've just been saying the same thing in Kirby's first year when I feel like I just got to say it out loud. They lost at home to Vanderbilt and Georgia Tech. Like things can look weird in a first year, and that's worth remembering. But Kirby was also recruiting at a much higher rate than Billy Napier is right now. And I think that is, that is also worth noting. I also think Kirby had both better institutional support. Well, three things. Better institutional support, better fan support, and better fans. And also um, better, better bones to build around. Right. I mean, there were, there were people that were on that 16 team that were key contributors to right, right, what right. happened in 17. And that he was coming home. Right, also the coming home part. To I mean, me, that you know, has Napier, a lot to I think Napier coached at Florida. I know, but, but he didn't play there. He didn't play there. I mean, I mean, listen. He wasn't good enough. I mean, here's the, here, I mean, this is the question, right? Is that like, is the is there anyone, if you're a Florida fan, and you're like, when the next time we win the SEC East, is there anyone on this team right now that's part of that? And I don't know if you can say that. I don't know if you can say that. I think you could say that in, in Kirby's first year. I think you could say there's oh, a lot. Yeah, yeah that's what there's I mean. Stuff in the making. Yeah, like, there's stuff yeah. in the making. And, yeah. and listen, maybe this is the first time this guy's been a head coach. Talking about Kirby, not about yeah. Napier. But uh, so maybe he doesn't have it, or maybe that was a big part. Like, does he, he? He stresses out in big moments. He does fake punts. He does all like you know all the stuff that, that people give him crap about. You could question that game management stuff, but the, you knew that like, well, if he's got Nick Chubb on his team. Like, if it doesn't work out, it's because he screwed it up, as opposed to Florida, where you can be like, 
yeah, this team, they got a lot. They, they got to get all the paint off the walls. And I, think, yeah. I think that that's a good way to look at it. So the question is, uh, and I think Tennessee puts, again, this is, I feel like the, the Georgia-Florida game is a different conversation this year because of what Tennessee is doing. Because there's been this understanding that, listen, Georgia is where it is. Who is who do we got to look out for as the next team? And I think we've all kind of thought. Like Kentucky, we thought Kentucky was the best team coming in, but we still generally thought Florida is the long-term Napier's a smart guy. Uh, there, there's, this is a, obviously this is a program with a ton of success. This is the one that you worry about. Um, if Tennessee's back, and they look pretty close to me, um, at least this year, at yeah. least this year, and if they are, if they are that, that becomes two teams. Now that Florida has to has to to yeah. catch up with, never minding that South Carolina looks really good and Kentucky's just going to be what Kentucky is. Now, like now you're looking at now Florida is not looking at it as like we have to catch up with Georgia. It's like okay, we got to get ahead of Kentucky first, and then we got to build something more lasting than Tennessee, and then we'll worry about Georgia. Those are three different steps that take a long time for a fan base that is ready to get stuff worked out. Yeah, I mean they their fan base. I'm glad you brought up the fan base. They are. Um, of all the SEC fan bases, they are the ones that are most likely to turn when you're losing and least likely to support you unless you're winning really big, right? They are uh, – and, and Florida fans will tell you this. If you listen to um, – I mean, if you listen to Richard Johnson on Splits on Duo or Ryan Nanny and Spencer Hall on uh, the Showtown Forecast, they will all freely admit that – for and they themselves are that way, right? They're like – I, I mean, both you yeah. know, Ryan and Spencer will, will tell you I'm not paying. Like, my, you know, last year I was, you know, I was like texting with Ryan. I was like, you should be here. Because yeah, he was yeah, like, right, right. there's no chance I'm even watching that game on TV. Why right, would I be here? Right? Because it's like, it's hard. It's hard on them. And you're talking about a fan base that for a lot of guys that are, I won't say our age, because I'm a little older than y'all, but y'all's age, I mean, they were teenagers when Steve Spurrier was like, uh, you know, I, my my job is to score points, not yeah. to not to not score points, and you know, there's a whole you, generation of people that think of Spurrier as a South Carolina coach. Yeah, there's also that too, <laughs> but but that's, that you know kicked them off. It's like you know, I'm, you know, you can't spell UT without you can't spell right. Citrus without UT, and right, right. you know the whole you know Ray Ray Goff and the, the right. whole the whole thing. Um, so this is this is hard on them. God, it's awesome. I got to be honest, it's yeah. just amazing yeah. how many times I've gone down there and listened to, you know. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not using George pejoratively. I'm using descriptively George wearing idiots who went to Santa Fe college, who became Florida fans because they, um, that was the, the t-shirt their grandmother gave them on <laughs> for their, for their ninth birthday. Yeah. I, I can't, I mean, I kid you not. I literally walked out of the George Florida game one time where a guy, a kid like who is now, God, he's gotta be. What, what year is this, 22? The, the kid now has to be 24 years old, right? <laughs> I mean, he was like 10 at the time. Uh, we walked out of there. He was wearing a David Green jersey. And this this guy who was a fully, he was a full-ass adult, made some comment to this kid about it. And this dad was like, yo, what are you doing? And finally, I was like, guy, go on, go on, just back to Santa Fe College. And I kid you not, he turned, his girlfriend was trying to grab him, pull him away. And I kid you not, she said, I got to get home. Daddy said I had to be home by 10. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't, there's no, you can't, this is all true, right? I mean, this is not like fiction has to stick to possibilities. This is, it's just the whole, it's the whole, it's the whole fan base. It's just like, there are decent Florida fans. I mean, not this week, but there are decent Florida fans. And um, it is, 
if you can't tell, I'm a little fired up about getting down there because um, I've been down there so many times. You know, 16, if, I mean 15 included, where it was just like, I was thinking back about that Mercy Pod. I was stupidly and unreasonably excited about the possibility of a tone That's what we all were. We're like, something's different. Because something like, yeah. oh, they've got a package plan. Yeah. They got, exactly. They That's got, what we all thought. They, they have to have, ooh, they they got something together. And it was, yeah. it was, it was SSDD, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it just was. Yeah. And on top of that. That was um, 16. It was 16. It was 16. I, I, 15, I, 15. It was 15. 15. 15. Yeah, 15. 15. We're in the nascent days when we're still you know, recording on that's in right. 10 cans. And I, watched, I watched that game. Yeah, that's right. I watched that. I remember that. They lost 27 to 3. Yep. To what? I watched. Top you, 10, top 15. Florida. I watched that game with. There were 11. Uh, UJ Carey. First time I met UJ Carey. Oh, cool. At the New York And so as I'm looking here, Fatone Balta was 15 of 33. <laughs> 154 yards with four picks. I'm about to say yeah. four, parent, because I so I, there was no new package. Um, the, the same old package. Yes. Sony had 13 carries for 45 yards. Yeah. Georgia had 223 total yards, five turnovers, and Florida had 413 yards. They didn't even have to do that much. No, that was. I mean, they probably just yeah. sat on it. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the thing is, the the Marshall Morgan field goal came. In the third quarter to give you a little bit of hope, and then Florida scores in the fourth quarter to put it away, being up even 24. more. Yeah, so it wasn't but, very long ago. It wasn't very long ago that like, I mean, after Florida beat yeah. Utah, they were talking real hot this year. And Richardson was the he was going to be like he was the guy. They, they yeah. figured. Out a new well, thing. if you think about it, they they barely beat Utah. They barely, you know, they got a man. they got a miracle to beat South Florida, and then who else did they just recently? Oh, they beat Missouri by seven. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean that's, so you know, there's a we non- beat them by four. <laughs> yeah, true. Not for nothing, but there's a non-zero possibility that Florida doesn't make a ball. That'd be they're four and oh, three. God, you s- stop talking dirty I'm to me. I'm just saying. They're four and four. They're at Texas A&M. That's sweaty. Which, listen, Texas A&M's got some problems right now. Neither of those teams can score. Nevertheless, they're at Vanderbilt. You'd think they would win. So at the home against South Carolina. Yeah. South Carolina top 25 team. Yeah. At Vanderbilt and at Florida State is pretty good this year. What's their record right now? Uh, Florida's? Yeah. Four and three. Four and three. They got to win two of those. Two, two of those. those. Two of those. Or, five. or us. They have to win two of the next five. Yes. Woo! That Utah yeah. game, after all that talk, Utah could be what gets them in a bowl. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, um, so, so, you know, that the the. Also, they barely beat South Florida. Let's not forget that. Either. Oh yeah, that was just that. With that game was a miracle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, Tennessee, that Tennessee game was closer than. Yeah. yeah so yeah. You know. Well, I think like part of the thing is like, look, let's just call it the way it is. Florida's really bad on offense on third down, and they're worse on defense in third down. The key to beating Florida is is making them have more than three and third and four. Right. You make them have more than third and four, and they are in trouble right. because they they you take away like Anthony Richardson is he's he's an effective runner right, and you're going to want to spy him, but he is um he is all over the place when he throws the football. Um, all of the games where they have uh, had success. Uh, it has come with Anthony Richardson hurting teams with his with their legs. I talked to you know friend of the program Zach Rao who went to Gainesville for the Georgia LSU game, and his direct quote was "Florida is quote unquote trash." Um, it's like they just they they don't do anything well. Um, the closest thing to doing anything well that I've seen them do is that 
defensively, they can they can be pretty um, physical in the front, uh, which Georgia has shown a little trouble with. Uh, but give Todd Munkin two weeks to figure out how to counteract that. I, I feel pretty good about that. Um, so what would what would you say to the person that said, okay, Tennessee is having a banner year. Their offense is explosive. But Florida had almost basically 594 total yards versus Tennessee. And Anthony Richardson did not have a very good completion percentage. He was 24 of 44, but the passes he did complete combined for 453 yards. That's Does that say more about Florida's offense or how Tennessee, bad Tennessee's Tennessee, defense We'll have that conversation next okay. week about yeah. Tennessee's defense. Um, I Look, at Florida's... What Florida wants wants to do now, not earlier in the season, now is drag you down in the muck, right? Uh-huh. They want you to get into a game of attrition with them. They would. This could be a really, this could be a really short game in that. I think both teams are going to run the ball a fair amount. Um, I, I think they are. Uh, you know, Florida will take some deep shots because some teams have tried that against Georgia. Uh, I think Florida will absolutely sell out to make sure Stetson doesn't beat beat them deep because that you know if you pay attention to what Missouri did it's like you know you basically played man coverage and crashed down on everything at the perimeter. that's the game plan everybody's got the game plan yeah that's the game yeah. plan um, but you, now that you think about um, now that you think about what what they want to do what what five things has to go right for Florida to win this game right. What name like any like there at least five things have to go right for Florida to win this game. So I got a question for you. What if Georgia has the same blueprint of ineffectiveness it did in the first half versus Missouri in the first half of Florida? Is that one of those situations that falls into a path to victory? Of course. I don't know that Florida is that much better than Missouri. Do you think the difference is... is Are they more explosive offensively? Missouri... I I don't know. Missouri had eight men in the box and just dared Stetson to... And and the fact that maybe a Donnie Mitchell isn't healthy. I mean, you start to... You can start playing mind games with yourself thinking like, oh, God. But of course, so many of those things have also involved uh, McConkie. Like McConkie having his mistakes. And like, in addition to those things, Uh there were also Georgia playing like, frankly, that they... Didn't care about the game very much. Well, yeah. So let's 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 play this out. So for Florida, we agree for Florida to win, they have to win the turnover battle by two or three. They have to have two or three more turnovers yeah. recovered than Georgia does, preferably a pick six yes. or something like that, right? And and Richardson has to have his best game of the season. And their defense has to show. A lot more propensity to get off the field on third down than they have. And I still think I think Stetson's gonna I still have think, a lousy I, game. I still think Stetson has to have a Stetson yeah. game that we yeah. haven't seen yeah. in a year and a half. Maybe the SEC championship game, yeah. but really since the two thousand season. Yeah. Right. There's four things. Yeah. What's Georgia have to do to win? Right? Establish a perimeter passing yeah. game? Right. Run the ball better yeah. than than Florida. Hook up with Bowers. No, or I'm talking or right, right, right? right, right. And that's that's where you end up, and that's where I end up in thinking. 
Look, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to be nervous. It's a game day in Jacksonville, right? Uh, it's Tiacraft. I couldn't think of the name of it. it uh, not Tia Bankfield, right? It's going to be game day. And there's weird things can happen. Mm-hmm. But looking at this rationally, as rationally as I can on Tuesday night, and looking at this objectively, it's just the teams don't – that there. there's no one matchup on the field where Florida wins, right? I mean, look – I feel like this is trite because we've gone to this before. But Florida's best defensive player transferred from Georgia, <laughs> right? And he is their best defensive player again. <laughs> and that's, I mean, okay, Anthony Richardson will be will have more NFL opportunity than Stetson Bennett. If you were to ask a rational Florida fan, which one do you think they would take right now? Yeah. Right, I know which one. I want. And listen, Rich has still got a couple. Of, he, like he's got, he's a sophomore. Like he can still improve. Like I, but sure. I, but it's not happening. It's not happening this way. Sure. Um, so you know, my my breakdown, and we'll do actual predictions in a little bit. My breakdown is just like I don't. Anytime you have four things that have to happen, um, and versus a team that can do any one thing that they need to do to beat you. It's just, it's just really. I'm not saying it can't happen, but right. but that's why the win percentage for Georgia on this game is like 91. percent It's not zero, but it's 91 percent or whatever it is, right? Um, I, I so one of the things, uh, one of the things that, that I did want to take a minute to talk about now that we've gone past the bye week, mm-hmm. um, and, and this might be a decent segue to let Will have a minute on Illinois. Actually, before, uh, before, before, I don't know if you're talking about. Do you, you don't want to talk about where they play the game? Should we talk about that very, very briefly? Yeah, sure. I think I think that's fine. I mean, I, I think it's interesting they put a statement out. Thinking, yeah, that's think, that's the reason I bring it up. Thinking it would stop the que- the questions. Yeah, that's but, really yeah. The, the fact that they made an official statement about yeah. it. And, oh, are you talking about? Oh, I get yeah, it. Yeah, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah, it's yeah, always so. in the news. It is always in the news, but like to me, the what was different is that they said something, right? Yeah. Like, like they certainly. And I mean, listen. I'm just saying that, like, I'm sure it's a contractual positioning, like it always is. The fact is, is you know, if there's ever a time where Kirby Smart's going to have as much power as he's ever going to have to be able to make this game not be in Jacksonville, it would be right now, <laughs> where the contract is up and they've got options on it, and he clearly, obviously, and desperately does not want the game to be in Jacksonville anymore. Yeah. And Scott, Google who the chair of the Gator Bowl is. Who's the chair of the Gator, Gator Bowl? Greg McGarity. Really? Yeah. 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 There's an interesting dynamic. I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't think yeah. about that, but there's an interesting dynamic there. Yeah. Uh, and also, there, there are a lot of Georgia fans. There are a lot of Georgia fans that would say, um, negotiating with Greg McGarity is, you're going to get whatever you want. I mean, <laughs> look, the, if, if this is, if, if this is negotiating employee, there's entirely a world where the state of Jacksonville pays Georgia and Florida $10 million. Yeah, which maybe right. it is. Maybe right, it maybe it is. Maybe it does. Right. But like, the, like, I, listen, I don't have, I've never been to this game. I do not, like, I'd love to go someday. Please someday someone invite me. I would love to come. Well, would you like to come this weekend? I can't come this weekend. <laughs> but I would, otherwise I would love to come. Uh, but I'd love to go and I plan on doing it. But like, I don't, I'm not from here. I don't, I don't like have the geographical connection to it. For me, I, my preference is there, I love it when, like, there's nothing like this game. Like, there's nothing like this game in college football. Yeah. And for me, that's like the best argument for it, particularly because I'm not even saying, like, we've always done it this way, so let's keep it. I mean, there's literally Texas, Oklahoma, and this, and that's it. Army, there, Navy. Yeah. And, right. and Army, Navy, it's not it's even. It's a different thing. They're never playing for stakes, right? Yeah. Like, th- to have 
two teams that are historically really, really good playing in a in a uh, in a neutral environment. Neutral environment is exciting. Like that is. There's nothing else. Like, listen, I'll confess. Uh, one of the reasons I've never gone to this game is uh, Jacksonville's just not really a city when I think of places I'm really excited to go to. Uh, I think of like a lot of other cities before I think of Jacksonville. There's nice stuff around it. Oh, it's a city. I'm sure there's lots of nice stuff anywhere. I bet there's a lot more nice stuff at be- other better cities. Well, here's the thing, and, and I hope I hope this comes across the way. The, I, I, you know, we've had this discussion multiple times, but I agree with you. It's not that we've always done it this way. It's a it's a cool thing to do. It's, it's a, a cool, cool environment. I, I just went all screwed about Florida fans, but I love being down there with them, right? Because it's fun. It's it's a, such a unique yeah. thing about college football, like. If Florida wins, if Georgia wins, I'm sorry, if Georgia wins and Tennessee wins next week, we're staring at a one versus three in Athens. That is the first time it's happened in 40 years. It's going to be amazing. Right. It's going to be amazing, right? Georgia, Florida's that way every year. Even in the years where the team, one of the teams suck, it's the, it's the energy. It's it just, it's really cool. And I understand why Kirby doesn't want it down there. I get that. But in, even though Jacksonville is not also not my favorite city, um, the fact that it is totally the center of the college football universe, even in a way that like the national championship game site isn't just because it's so cool. You know what time this game is four years ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I looked back yeah. and it's been, I think the last time it was not at three thirty was maybe Oh eight or yeah, something when there was, was a like night game, night which game. was a disaster. Cause I was down there by the way, <laughs> by the way, this game's going to be at night a lot of the new country. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but that's so fine. with the Tennessee that's game fine. coming up. But, um, but the but point is that, like, it's special. It's special. It's, neat. it's, it's a neat special thing. even when neither team is that good. It's yep. special. I agree. And I think Texas Oklahoma is like that, too. It is. And to have something like that, to not do that because one of the coaches really thinks he's going to get a better recruiting advantage by having it. I don't know. It, so it, it, seems a, it seems a waste. At a time where college football is losing so yeah. many things that it's had for a long time, it strikes me as a waste and an unnecessary waste. I didn't I see the news. Why, what was the news? There's like, no news. I, okay. It's just that each – like. It's always a big conversation topic, and this year both Florida and Georgia put out a statement okay. saying that the contract is up after this year. They get an option on next year. They just said that we are exploring all options. Okay, but just the fact that they said something speaks to it being in the air, mm-hmm. and and also also I'm sure is a negotiating ploy in its own way as well. It just seems to me like I get why I get why um, you know. Uh, West Virginia and uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh can't play, right? Yeah. Like they're in they're in different conferences. Like I get why they can't come together, right? And now that you know what I'm saying, yeah. And uh, I get why a lot of these rivalries, Missouri and Kansas can't play anymore. Right. I get why these rivalries don't. I get why Michigan and Notre Dame can't play every year. I get why Notre Dame and USC can't play every year. I understand. I know they do, but that's the point. These things are. There's no reason that Georgia and Florida can't do this game. Like they're going to play each other every year. Going there's to. no reason not to do it, other than Kirby Smart thinks it's going to upset his recruiting somehow. And again, maybe this is maybe he's playing along so they can get a higher fee out of Jacksonville every year. Maybe, maybe I don't know. He's he's, he's a smart guy. He certainly wouldn't be outside the realm of uh, uh, but uh, of imagination. But the idea of losing that something that is special and unique that I've never even gone to, but like, like my kids don't have school Friday and have never had school on Friday the week before the the Georgia Florida game. 
to me, that's special. That means something. That's something when I tell people from like New York They're or Illinois. Flabbergasted. I'm like, guys, they don't have school the day before that game. I, if you play here, you might as well have school. If you have this before the Tennessee game, yeah. you can surely have it before that. To me, that is something truly special and would be really, really sad to lose. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, but, you know. What about the argument that people say do home and home and then two in Jacksonville on a four year rotation? Whatever. I mean, it's still not the same. It's still like, not the same. And also, that's how it starts. It, it, the creep of then totally finally just. Yeah. That's yeah. totally how it starts. I agree. Because, I mean, if you were to start a, a new and say, okay, uh, what should we do? You just have them play home and home. Yeah. The point is that you do it every year. The minute you don't do it every year, then you're like, okay, well, what are we even now? It's just a hassle to do it. Yeah. And yeah, I, I used to go on a golf trip with my fraternity brothers every year after we got out of college. And my father-in-law told me, he was like, you really should keep this up every year because the one year you don't do it, it's it's over. you won't do it again. I haven't been, and, and we haven't done it in probably eight years Yep, because you know, we, we just got busy. Because life. Yeah. Yep. You have to commit to it or it will stop. Yep. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Okay, so what were you going to say? So, yeah, so I, I, the, reason, the reason I started down this road is uh, prior to recording, we were talking a little bit about the college football playoff. And I think it, obviously we know where Georgia stands in this, and we know the impact. Well, we'll talk next week on the podcast of what the, the impact of, of Georgia Tennessee has, uh, provided both those teams win this weekend. But it is interesting. There is another team uh, that uh, a member of this podcast is a big fan of. That controls our own destiny, Will. Mm-hmm. And that's your Illinois final line eye. There's a thing that Georgia and Illinois have in common. If they both win out for the regular season, here's something that I could say, I think, pretty definitively. When we, when we talked about this earlier, when Georgia played Oklahoma, we're like, hey, who's the team that Georgia has? Who's the, probably the highest profile team that Georgia has not played? And I think the answer was ultimately, was it Illinois? Iowa. Iowa, yeah, or Iowa. Yeah, maybe. Indiana. Yeah, and... Um, I'm telling you all right now that if Illinois wins out, which I believe uh, Connolly has at like a 10 or 11% chance of happening, uh, maybe, maybe even a little lower, but uh, in the, in, in, it's not nothing. It has been nothing my entire adult life. Um, if Illinois wins out, one in 10 shot, let's say. And Georgia wins out, which I would argue is a higher than one in ten shot, but also just a little bit. But but also not like an eight in ten shot. Uh, to any stretch of the imagination, they're about to play to host the hottest team in the country right now uh, in a week, and still have to play Alabama, and still have to and still have to host Georgia Tech. Um, Illinois and Georgia will play in the college football playoff. In what stadium? Tony? They will play in Mercedes Benz. Mercedes Benz on New Year's Eve. Eve. If both teams went out, wow. it will be Georgia. It will be Georgia, just Illinois. About and I say that because Can we I just do a live show throughout. Because I know uh, a lot of people are like, well, <laughs> well, what about what about a one loss Oregon? What about a so on so on? Uh, to me, the uh, I think it's hard to argue against Illinois for one reason. Yes, they lost to Indiana. Not great, particularly how it's happened with Indiana the rest of the way. But Illinois is a six and one. B if they if they go into the Big Ten championship game uh, not having lost they will have won at Michigan, which is one of the top four teams right there. So they will have won at Michigan and then beaten Ohio State, 
to be as clear as possible. I do not think either one of these things are going to happen. I'm worried about them playing Nebraska this week. But it is almost Halloween. <laughs> and I am talking about the possibility of Illinois and Georgia playing each other in the college football playoff. Cardinals, are, uh, Cardinals. the Illini are 17 right now uh, in the AP. But if we saw it, we saw the Pythag. They're number five in, Par- in uh, Parker's Pythag. I think they're now, I think right now, uh, um, uh, if you, I think Connolly has a thing where you strip out previous seasons, just how you've done so far. I think they're eleven yeah. or twelve yeah, yeah. in that. Their defense is legit, and and uh, they have one of the best running backs. Yes, and and uh, Tommy DeVito and his uh, his lovely mother will be who she texted me the other day. By the way. <laughs> really, she texted me the other day because Illinois just opened the NIL store. Oh yeah, and uh, which is uh, is a great idea. Like I literally, it is the official Illinois NIL store. I want it right Make now. It your very own. I can get my very own Chase Brown jersey for from the Illinois NIL school and for he 90 gets, bucks. He gets money for he it. He gets his money for it. It's through the university. It's, it's not through the university, but they'll advertise for it if you need them to. And uh, and she was she she said, please send this out to everyone. I was like, well, I, you're, 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 I hope, Ms. DeVito, you are not just using me for commerce. Uh, but nevertheless. Um, I declare. I declare. My Lord and stars. Uh, but the point is, is that like for all the time we've had to indulge the Illini minutes, on this podcast, again, it's not it's it's not going to happen. But it's also a non-zero possibility that it's going to happen. That if it, I it's, it's hard to see because I don't think Illinois is going to jump two or three if that happens. Uh, but I think you would see that you could see Illinois playing Georgia uh, in the Peach Bowl. Uh, yeah, and, look, yeah. look. Let's assume. Let's assume chalk happens right now in that Georgia SEC. wins out. Georgia wins out. Let's also assume Illinois wins out. For Illinois not to make the playoffs after losing to Indiana, but Indiana, Michigan, Ohio State. but beating Michigan on the road in, in Ohio be State, impossible. Who not will to put them in? Yeah, because a lot of well, people you like need well, Clemson to be undefeated. Cle- Clemson will is Clemson going to be undefeated? TCU to be undefeated, right? And then, you, then, then and then you would basically you're, need you're choosing between Oregon. Oh, or you're choosing between Tennessee and Illinois. Is what you're doing at that point. I guess it depends. Wow, you really need Georgia to beat the fool out of them. Don't you? <laughs> uh, well, I actually need there's some no bigger way, things to happen. There's no, way that, there's no way they would leave the Big Ten champion out. Particularly because the, the number two and number well, I mean, four they, teams would have just lost to them. They left Ohio State out for losing And they would have Purdue. won 11 in a row. <laughs> they would have won 11 in a row. Well, we will champion the Illinois train on this podcast. <laughs> we are Illinois stands. We, so yeah, but, but for the record, I just wish Clemson would just get it out of the We will way change our avatar right. on our Twitter. Clemson has to be the least (laughs) fun undefeated team. How miserable was watching that Syracuse game? Just like... And you knew you knew what that late hit. Yep. You're like, they're losing. I, yeah. I, I made the I made the comment to yeah. Walker. I was like, this is the moment that the game changes. They hadn't even scored yet. Yeah. And then... Syracuse's quarterback goes out of bounds with a late hit, and they didn't even call it. it. I didn't think it was as egregious as the first one. No, it was not as egregious. But but, but they could have called it. They could have called it. It's it's like Syracuse just forgot to play football. They didn't score in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But, like, Clemson's just like, like, I'm sorry, but, like, listen, maybe Georgia's number one seed, or maybe it's Tennessee, or maybe it's whoever. Like, I cannot think of a less inspiring 
team. Like I just Clemson, just please just lose. Like I want that team off my map already. Yeah, it's like it's always it's the thing we always talk about Notre Dame. Like please just get Notre yep. Dame at second They're, loss. They've, they've now yeah, second loss. Yeah, get, get, yep. get Notre Dame second loss. Clemson just needs to get its first loss and get out of there. Tease, I, I mean, I, there is, it's hard to find a team in the playoff chase that I would not want to see in there more than Clemson. TCU, yes. Yeah. Oregon, yes. Like so, like. Not only is Clemson there all the time, this is a dull, not very good Clemson team. Yeah. It's pretty frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Will, have your, uh, has your, your, your kids found a shirt? Uh, that, well, you know, we were just on the, uh, on the Illinois NIL score, store, and uh, I was thinking about maybe getting them one there. But, but I was actually hoping down the line. There's NIL kind of stuff, sort of stuff. At yeah, the76.com. Yeah, if, you, if you're a fan yeah. of Kenny McIntosh yeah. or I'm a fan of Kenny McIntosh. Jack Pod. I mean, who, who doesn't love Jack Pod? I like Jack Pod. And then uh, Jalen Walker. Oh yeah. And uh, CJ Smith. Uh, yeah. What was CJ okay. Smith? And then uh, like former baseball player turned football player Randon Jernigan. I I I didn't realize he played. Football. I realized Randon yeah. Jern had Jern. I didn't realize Randon had Jern again. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, there's a special. Where can I find that? That well, you go to these76.com and you click exclusive collabs, and that's where you can find these shirts. You know, like think about it. I mean, Georgia baseball, they're going to be starting up uh, in the early part of 2023, and you've got some Jack Gowan shirts. You've got Will Pearson, North Oconee grad. Um, you know you can you know you can rep the uh, the baseball player that that you like. And here's the thing, that might seem kind of like to a forty something year old guys like oh, I don't I don't know if I would do that. But like my fourteen year old Walker loves these ma- these not major league baseball these Georgia baseball players. He knows their names. He knows their stats. Almost kind of like how we used to be with MLB back in the day. So absolutely for a Christmas present, get a Connor Tate shirt. For your baseball loving kid, yeah. Also, don't forget that uh, while we are a Georgia fan group here among the Wednesdays last Saturday uh, family, um, they have other collections out there. Uh, you know, if you're a Mississippi fan, for example, they have a couple of really good "Come to the Sip and Sip" uh, type things that, that follow Lane Kiffin's uh, thing. I do not advocate uh, supporting anything Tennessee. But uh, if you want to go make sure Chase Kelly uh, remains the quarterback at Michigan State, not a great <laughs> year. Uh, also, his kids get to continue to uh, progress towards college. You're a Tennessee fan? They got stuff there for you. So I would uh, – don't and don't forget, if you enter WSLS on checkout, you get free shipping. You do. You do. And uh, with it getting a little cooler these days, you can feel the breeze coming in. I got the windows open, and it's, it's a little nippy. That's why – that's a compromise, guys. You can hear crickets, but we're inside. They've yes. got the long sleeve t-shirts. I mean, what better thing to wear when it's 63 degrees and you're setting up your tailgate than to have an Eat More Gator long sleeve t-shirt on? Indeed. Well in, said. in the script of Chick-fil-A. Love it. Fun. <laughs> Maybe I can say that. Maybe I can't. But, uh, not but yeah, there's, they're, they're uh, at 76apparel on Twitter and Instagram. They're very uh, interactive, so you can tweet at them you can share photos you know what what they really like is on game days when you snap an instagram story and tag them in it mm-hmm. at seven six apparel that would go a long way because guess what you're gonna get re uh re-grammed love it and on the stories you know what we can get will a shirt and cover the nips oh yeah. my goodness yeah 
Maybe uh, maybe cover the mustache too. Will still has the mustache. I do still it's glorious, mustache. and y'all will not. There will be no mustache last, slander. This yeah. is the last official WSLS with Will's mustache. I believe so. I believe that's correct. So. I made a decision. I'm growing one over Christmas. I'm I doing am, it. It's happening. I've made the decision to never grow one of these again. <laughs> it's not my. It's not my. It's, it's off brand. You see, off-brand. that's the thing. Like, you, I guess it's almost like when you you can't proofread your own work. You know, it's oh, hard yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I look at your. And stash and I, I admire it. I think it looks great. So well, it is. Uh, it's definitely a mustache. At, I think, uh, at last, I have uh, I have earned the respect. I think uh, Jack <laughs> got a couple of good shots of you last week coaching a baseball game with your mustache and your Stan Musial. You like like uh, Bruce Bocce a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I had not. Sh- the problem is I like you know as 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 my fellow uh, uh, mustachers, as I call you, mustache havers, uh, mustachio men, uh, will know when you shave around the mustache, it does make the mustache pop a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and I had not shaved. For a couple of days before Jack t- took some excellent photos of our team, so it, w- it didn't pop as much as I would have liked. But uh, I will shave before the game tomorrow for its last uh, for its last year. Is there any truth or rumor you were Miles Teller's mustache double in Top Gun Maverick? <laughs> it's I. It is funny because like uh, uh, no, okay. uh, he was uh, I was his body double though. His body so, double. Yes. Oh, on the, the on stuff the beach, the, the beach yeah, scene. That's me. Okay. That's me. That's me. So. <laughs> They, they just CGI'd his head uh, on top of my mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, before we get into the fun office pools, Will, you showed me something that you had shared on Facebook and Twitter and mm-hmm. Instagram. It was all over the place today. And I made the comment how intriguing it looked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not much of a reader. I'll go ahead and raise my hand. I think I've read five to books. To be fair, he's talking about my book, not like uh, like like or something like like, <laughs> like he didn't give the context so like, yeah, you know you said something fascinating i think, I think he gave away the game over all of your social media channels today and i'm not much of a reader but <laughs> i think he gave away the game unless you have some really cool tattoos so uh, yes my i said yeah, the, co- the cover to my new book came that's out. uh that's that's something i think you should you should talk about because the pre-orders uh are available yes and i listen i i'm i don't want to uh um overdo this yet uh, because uh, the book comes out next May. We got time. Yeah, the book, <laughs> have you finished it? Uh, the, well, the book is. I mean, we we are. It's about. It's going to. The book is called "The Time Has Come." Uh, the time, it, a time to kill. The time has oh. come. The time has come. I was thinking already, already a book called. That. <laughs> That's and uh, uh, the the time the time the time has come, and uh, it comes out in May of next year. So we'll have plenty of time to get to talk about it. But. Um, if you if you liked how lucky it is set in the same universe as how lucky it's not a sequel, but it's set, it's set, it takes place in Athens. Uh, there are uh, uh, places that you will clearly recognize in Athens, uh, but have different names. Uh, so um, I'm going to go look at that cover again because I was sitting there reading the name, trying to figure out if that was in Athens or not. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, the, the place is Lindbergh's. You can, if you think Lindbergh's reminds you of any place in Athens, that is on you. I can't speak to that. Uh, but um, but yeah, there's uh, it's. It's uh, the book is the time has come. The cover is out. You can find it on. I think you retweeted it on from mm-hmm. the WSLS account. So I think it looks great. We have the same person that did the Hell Lucky cover, and she did a really really great job. And um, it is hopefully intriguing. It is a specific, very important moment in the book. So uh, hmm. when that happens, it hopefully will uh, become clear as uh, as we go along. And what's the genre? I know it's a novel, but is see, it I, like... see, I'm not into. I don't okay. like the genres. I don't like the genres. So is it and, and it, it, for the record, this 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 is this has caused me a lot of trouble, frankly, uh, because I don't consider. Uh, for those of you who have read How Lucky, um, How Lucky, I just wrote it 
to me, it was amazing that you can, like a book can be whatever you want. You can fill it with whatever you want to. It's very strange for me that there is this universal, not just you, by all means, everybody does this, of, yeah, but what part of the shelf at the supermarket does it go? Right. Like people really, really want to know. And I don't think of it that way, though I should probably start thinking of it that way. Um, so I wrote How Lucky, and uh, for those of you who've read it, there is a thriller aspect to it. There is suspense to it. I was thrilled. But, uh, I, but I certainly don't think of it as a thriller. And one of the reasons we had such a hard time selling it is because it doesn't hit every like Gone Girl-esque thriller thing that they're supposed to hit. And so people were like, we like it, but is it a thriller? Is it a, is it, is it uh, uh, realistic fiction? Is it, what is it? And so uh, if you, the, the last section of How Lucky I wrote was literally the beginning of the book. I got so tired of people asking me if it was a thriller or not that I just literally, the, Daniel's first line in the book is, my life is not a thriller. Mm-hmm. And if everyone read it like, oh, it's a thriller. Okay, I understand. So uh, people like to have their shelves. So I would say that it, it has definitely suspenseful thriller aspects. But uh, it's hopefully funny and hopefully, you know, uh, has its heart. The thing about, I like it, the thing I hopefully that works about how lucky is that it is suspenseful and scary and funny, but also, you know, makes you hopefully feel better about the world. It's, and uh, I think uh, it, trying something similar in this. It definitely has heart. Like it has heart. So it it's, it's, uh, keeps its feet on the ground, but keeps reaching for the stars. Who said that? Casey Kasem. Oh, that's right. And me. And, and Will. He died. He, he, he bequeathed it to me. Yeah. And his mustache. I don't think Casey Kasem ever had a mustache. He, I don't think he, he had mustache. spectacular hair, though, which I'm jealous of. What's the, what's the most likely? I guess uh, I'm looking at Clemson's. I'm just trying to figure out a way that they lose. They do have Notre Dame in a couple of weeks. Um, Notre Dame is not great. No, I think uh, we'll get to that. South game. Carolina? South Carolina, maybe. That's it, though. Yeah. And then who's on the other side of that? Who's I forget all the divisions. North Carolina. North Carolina. I mean, North Carolina is, uh, in, in a way, North Carolina is Arkansas circa 2017 when, you know, Arkansas was the team that you didn't want to fight in the dark alley because they were definitely going to get naked first. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like they're seven and one or six and one or whatever they are. And they win every game 62 to 58. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, are we going to talk about fun office pools? We're going to do some trivia first. We are because I, I want to. Do we have trivia? Or do we not have trivia? Because no, I'm, I'm it's, little... it's embedded in the fun office okay. pool. Because I'm a little bummed. I, I want to. I want to point this out. The last week, I was number one for the season in fun office pools. No longer number one, but for a week I was. It didn't happen. And we didn't record. <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't we, happen. If we don't record, we did it, it out, didn't happen. There are some people that that acknowledged it. So, so um, quick question. Uh, in regards to the news that came out today about Dan Jackson being out for the season, is that how how impactful is that? Because last year he was kind of a walk on that rose to stardom, and this year he's been solid. But I hadn't seen him lately. Um, so the the thing it does is he plays a lot of important snaps on non non passing downs. Um, so having him out probably means. Yeah, some of those guys back in the, in the safety in the back part of the rotation have to play a few more snaps. Um, look, Georgia's super deep. They this happens on the eighth game of the season, and not the. I mean, this happens on the third game of the season. The eighth game of the season, I'm a little more nervous. Uh, I hate it for Dan. He is a guy. He's the kind of guy I just like love watching him play. Um, but you uh, you also would like to think that 
Talent-wise, Georgia has some five stars back there, ready to take a step up and take their take their opportunity. And so, and also, latest on Ad Mitchell, probably not playing. Really? Uh, based on we're getting uh, there. Seth, yeah, Seth actually, like a little right before he came over, I, he he had some quotes or comments. Um, Carter and Ad Mitchell both are probably not playing. Um, so, uh, so I smell London. I uh, may well may well get in then. Which is good, right? Yeah. You're talking about you're talking about a very good linebacker who we've been missing, uh, and with a running quarterback, it's good. Small London have London having him back could be extraordinarily beneficial in that linebacker rotation. All right, fun office pools. Like we said last week, we didn't have a show. Tony claims he was in first place, but it, the the numbers don't add up this week. I'm still in sixth place. The leader in the clubhouse is Dog's Luck with 402 points, followed by Crazy Legs. Love it. 393 points. The, so Dog Luck is really kind of distancing, distancing wow. themselves. Uh, can we delete the account? Huh? We can, you can delete the account though, can't you? Yeah, I'm sure if I need to. Yeah. It's early. We'll see. I'm just uh, saying I'm just saying that like a nice little first place spot you got there. Yeah, uh, hey, everything hey, happened to it. Shape something happened to it. <laughs> Uncle Bear is third. It just makes me laugh. Great. 389 points. Uh, tied with Bennett Still Drunk. And then sixth place, Tony Waller, 387 points. 25 God, points out week. of first. Uh, others to note. Others of note. Others of note. Uh, and consider yourself lucky if you made it to the others receiving votes mm-hmm. uh, section. Paris Walton, 379 uh, Bass and Dog, 376, ranked 17th. Sorry, Parrish is ranked 12th. Will Leach, 23rd. They went from 16 to 23rd. This 371. Uh, Shan, out in the Pacific Northwest, 365. Ludicate, 364, ranked 38th. Uh, Robert, Dog Fan, 1980, still uh, in almost in the top 50, 360 points. My son, Walker, 57th. I am... I made a big jump. I've been in the hundreds all year. Mm-hmm. I'm at 89. Yay. So I'm about like Nine 80 points strong. out of first yeah. place. A lot of good things. I'm going to need to have some 10 and 1 weeks. Then you got Bernie Dog behind me and my son Jack behind me. I'm not even going to list their points because be they're so far behind. So starting with the picks this week, we've got Oklahoma State at Kansas State. This is a, a matchup of two ranked teams. Oklahoma State is ranked ninth, and Kansas State just keeps chugging along, um, being ranked, and they are ranked 22nd. Oklahoma State leads this series 42-26. to 26. So I've got a question. I told you that trivia would be embedded mm-hmm. in this. So I have a question for you all. What's farther, Stillwater to Manhattan Stillwater, Oklahoma to Manhattan, Kansas, or Athens, Georgia to Jacksonville, Florida? Hmm. I'm going to go. This sounds like a trick question. So I'm going to take. What's farther? I'm going to take Stillwater to Manhattan. Stillwater to Manhattan. They're border states, just like Georgia and Florida are border states. I'm going to say. I'm going to say Athens to Jacksonville is further. Athens to Jacksonville is 338 miles, okay. according to the closest way to get there, fastest way to get there on Google Maps. Stillwater, Manhattan, 260 oh, miles. I'll be there. So, 
That, that struck me as strange as well because mm-hmm. I guess I don't know my Midwest. Did you say closest, closest or farthest? farthest? Farthest. Okay. I mean, generally speaking, you can always assume that every drive in the Midwest is longer than you think it is. Yes. As a general. As a I general. would say, though, I bet you the speed limit from Stillwater or Manhattan is like whatever you want to drive. Yeah. So it, it's going to be a whole lot quicker. Yeah, like if you get pulled over, the cop will like, thank you for fighting the government. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when, when I drove to Colorado, <laughs> we drove to Colorado. And once, oh, yeah, we got no, through, uh, yeah. once we got through Kansas yeah. City into yeah. actually Kansas, and it said 75, and it was straight, and I could see as yeah. far as I could drive, I took that as there wasn't a speed limit. Yeah, that's I, a correct assumption. I, yeah. literally drove, I literally drove from the... Wyoming state line across Nebraska to Lincoln, like four and a half hours. <laughs> Do not Google how far it is. Because yeah. <laughs> it's almost 350 that, that, miles. That's the old space balls, ludicrous speed. Yes, it's, <laughs> it is, it's is. over 350 miles. I literally was like, I think I, I, think I did the math average like 87 miles an hour. Goodness. So I'm going to ask y'all's picks on this game in a second. But first, you got to think back to SAT questions. Wait, what game? This game, Oklahoma okay. State okay. at Kansas State. Right, but first, think think back to how SAT questions are, are worded. Okay. So this is an if-then question. Okay. All right. If Georgia's helmet logo, if, if the logo on Georgia's helmet is referred to as the Power G, then Kansas State's helmet logo is referred to as the... Power Cat? Power Jail. Will, you're correct. All right. It's Kansas the, or Kansas State? Kansas State. Oh, yeah. Power. Did I say yeah. Kansas? You said Kansas State. Oh, did you? I, I heard Kansas. You weren't listening. Will, that, that's really good deductive yeah, reasoning. Yeah, yeah, did yeah. you have an, a high SAT score? I did very well. I did better. I actually, in the Midwest, we're much more into the ACT. Okay. The ACT is the big thing in the Midwest. But I did. Uh, I did Never took I, it. I did pretty well in those. I didn't either. Well, I'm, I'm impressed. I did pretty well in those. Yeah. All right. Who do you got? Oklahoma State. I'm taking Oklahoma State as well. I am too. Moving right along, Notre Dame visits Syracuse. Notre Dame Dame leads the series 7-3 and has won the last four meetings. So, sticking on the geography part of matchups, if you were to drive from South Bend, Indiana to Syracuse, New York, and not cut through Canada, which is the northern route, what two NFL franchise cities would you pass through? Okay, Uh, you would go through... Chicago and Buffalo. Detroit and Buffalo. Oh, Detroit and Cleveland. Uh, y'all are mixing variables here. Hold All on. Right. Wait a minute. No, Cleveland and Buffalo. There you go. Oh, I was okay. thinking like, you're not through Canada. Not right. through Canada. Yeah. yeah. It's 589 miles and you go, you basically skirt Lake Erie. Yeah. And you, you cut up through. I just think it's fascinating that to go, one of the decently quick ways to get from South Bend to Syracuse Kansas, is through Canada. Canada. Yeah. yeah. And you could go through where the Hamilton Tiger Cats play. I mean, remember my my you know Alexa's dad's side mm-hmm. of the family is all from Buffalo, right? So it's always a little bit remarkable that like are they Orchard Park Bill fans? They are. They are. They don't. They, they live in Buffalo, but okay. they are definitely Bills fans. Are they Bills Mafia? I would say they're a little bit more uh, upper crust, refined, than, yeah, than uh, than Bill's Mafia. So, so they so. break expensive tables. They uh, <laughs> they, they they break uh, fine china. Okay, uh, yeah, that's over. Fair. Uh, who do you got? Syracuse. I'm taking Notre Dame. I'm I, taking Notre Dame. I watched the Syracuse. I got to feel the same way. I feel yeah. I, like I agree. Syracuse is good. I just kind of feel like Syracuse will find a way to lose the game. Yeah, I agree. All right, then we are moving on to Pitt at UNC. UNC leads this series all time ten to five, and Pitt has won the last two. Tony is laughing already. A win over Pitt 
combined with the Georgia Tech loss to FSU, will give the Tar Heels a blank divisional championship. <laughs> <laughs> coastal. Atlantic. Which one is it? One of y'all's right. It's coastal. It's the Coastal Division Championship. Yeah, I just picked the other one because I, I have no idea which the, one it is. For, it's, it's the uh, Legends. For, Legends. For what it's worth, this is the last year they're using Atlantic and Coastal. They're ditching those. Yeah. I'd like to remind you once again, by the way, that Legends and Leaders, the infamous, terrible Big Ten names, you know originally what they were going to call them? Mm-mm. Schimbeckler and Paterno. Ooh, that would have been problematic. Uh, that would have been worse. <laughs> that would have been uh, worse. So yes, yes, that would have been um, worse. That would have been worse. So who's winning that game? Tar Heels. I'm taking North Carolina as well. I am too. All right, moving down to Tallahassee. You got Georgia Tech visiting FSU. Free Shoes University leads 14 to 11 and 1. That Guys, one take a minute to think top. about that. What? 14, 11, and 1 yeah. against the Georgia Tech team that hasn't been relevant mm-hmm. except for in like a few spots. Tony, they've split the last four meetings. Wow. That's crazy. Sorry, I mean, interrupt your No, photo, no, that's just like. No, it is, it is flabbergasting. Because if you had told me 26, 5, and 1, I would have believed it. Right, right. They've played nine times in Atlanta before Georgia Tech made their first trip to Tallahassee. In 1993, where Georgia Tech lost 51 to nothing. What I, I wrote this in really small type, so bear with me. All right, so I've got another geography question. I, I love geography. I'm, I'm a fan. I, I love it. I, I grew up in the, in the United States public school system, so yeah. I'm bad at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, no, I, but I like it. Yeah. I study maps to this yeah. day. I love maps. I love geography. By the way, here's a, here's a recommendation. If you like watching YouTube and you love maps and you love good storytelling, three for three, baby. go to uh, search Johnny Harris. He's a former Vox producer and everything. He went out on his own. Fascinating stuff. He just did one in North Korea and South Korea. I mean, my kids are locked in when they hear his voice. Anyway, go search Johnny Harris and you'll, you'll thank me later. All right. Uh, what's a farther drive? What's a what's a farther drive, Athens to Jacksonville or Atlanta to Tallahassee? Okay, Atlanta to Tallahassee, and Athens to Jacksonville. Well, we established earlier in yeah. the first question that Athens to Jacksonville is three hundred thirty-eight miles. Mm-hmm. So, what's a farther drive, Athens Atlanta to Jacksonville? To Atlanta, no, no, I'm I'm sticking with Athens to Jacksonville. He said. He said. Uh, I think. I. I'm sitting here thinking about it. I, it depends on how you count it, but probably I, I, I'm gonna stick with Atlanta to Tallahassee. Although I'm probably wrong by about 25 miles. Okay, all right. As we said, Athens to Jacksonville is 338. Atlanta to Tallahassee is 261. 261. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. who do you got? Unless Jeff Sims plays as is, is, is Florida State. Yeah. Did you the, see the, how- the, 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 the sucky part about that? If Jeff Sims plays, they beat Virginia. And altogether possible, they could get bowl eligible, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Sims is not playing. Did you see how that game ended last week? Oh, yeah. What yeah. he did? Yeah. It was like Reggie Ball-esque. Yeah. I mean, but last play of the game, yeah, he just ran out of bounds. Yeah. 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 Yes, I'm also. I got FSU as well. All right, moving on to the Big Ten. Ohio State mm-hmm. at Penn State. Future opponent of the Illinois Fighting Illini. In the Big Ten Championship game. You think Penn State wins that game? What am, <laughs> what am I going to do? What am I going to do if Georgia 
Illinois are playing in the let's, conference championship. Let's, 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 I, I, I let's not borrow troubles. Let's, let's not borrow No, troubles. that's not trouble. That would be amazing. Um, Ohio State leads this series 22-14. to 14, But since 2000, they're 17-5 and five versus Penn State. All right. Are you ready for geography? Mm-hmm. Ohio. The state of Ohio borders the state of Pennsylvania. It does. But... To drive the most direct route from Columbus to State College, you'll also drive through this other state. I know the answer, Sam. Um, I've literally driven from New York City to to State College, so I should probably be able to figure this out. Well, that's the other side. I'd say West Virginia. That's correct. You will West drive I through the Virginia. Northern Panhandle. It has its own Wikipedia, own mm-hmm. website stuff. The Northern Panhandle is fascinating to read about. I, I read about it today because I was that's what prompted me to ask this question. <laughs> you all right? Sorry. <laughs> I'm very passionate about the Northern Panhandle. There's also an Eastern oh, Panhandle, but I will move on. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Yep. Ohio State by all the points. I've got, <laughs> Ohio State! <laughs> I've got I've got the Buckeyes as well. You all right, Will? Yeah, I'm good. All right. He zigged when he should have zagged. There's just a huge bong hit, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just huge. I mean, I don't even know how you... This thing's like eight foot tall. How did I never notice that this was here? This has been here the whole time. You thought it was that old Coke bottle that yeah, I drank. it's really incredible. It's the biggest apple. I mean, like, you, how do you hide this from the kids? <laughs> never seen an apple this big. <laughs> All right, uh, staying in the Big Ten, we have Illinois at Nebraska. Nebraska, lead, and get ready for a geography question. Uh, Nebraska leads this series 13-5-1, but the good news, Illinois has won two in a row mm-hmm. in this series. I was at one of them. About to be three. Me too. I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, First game this of the deal there. I'm not. I'm not going to ask this as a question because it would be impossible to formulate one. I'm just. I'm just going to list some of the cities you drive through, mm-hmm. driving from Champaign to Lincoln. Oh, you I can. Sh- I can do this. Okay, you start in Champaign, Champaign. then you hit Decatur, mm-hmm. then yeah. you hit Springfield, mm-hmm. then you hit Jacksonville. Why would you go that way? It's the way that Google sent me. Okay. Jacksonville. Sorry, <laughs> don't change. Okay. Then you go through Macon, mm-hmm. which is just south of Atlanta, and yeah, yeah. in, in Missouri, and then you hit Savannah, <laughs> and then you hit. I see what you're doing now. And then you hit Oregon, and then you hit Syracuse, mm-hmm. and then finally Lincoln. Okay, yes. I see what you're doing. Okay. Makes sense. What kind of mind do I have where I focus in? Like I'm, I, I, I type in Champagne to Lincoln, and then all of a sudden I see. Yeah. Familiar names like Macon and Atlanta and Syracuse. I'm. I wonder if other people are like that. It's bizarre to me because it's weird. Like I keep forgetting that Georgia has a Decatur. My uncle lives in Decatur, Illinois. Like it's very. I constantly forget that there's a there's a Decatur. Georgia. It's where my wife worked when we lived in Illinois. Yeah, so. I mean, like that. That was our. They were in our conference in Madison's yeah. conference growing up. Yeah. Now, the, now, the, Matt, big, the big nine or whatever it was. Uh, the Big Twelve. Big it's Twelve. Steve, it was Stephen Decatur. And Decatur MacArthur and Decatur Eisenhower. Okay. They had three high schools. There. Now I think they have like a shack around the corner. And let's not forget, by the way, Decatur, Illinois was the original home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. They were the Decatur Staleys. Decatur Staleys. Yeah. The Decatur Staleys. Also, it's where uh, Splenda was formulated. In yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so before you make your picks. More interesting than Decatur, Georgia. I maybe maybe this will sway you. How many picks? NFL teams have Decatur, Georgia had? The answer is How zero. many Indigo girls are from Decatur, Illinois? I mean... <laughs> At least seven. 
Illinois has consecutive wins over Wisconsin, Iowa, and Minnesota. This is flabbergasting. This is the first time that Illinois has beat Wisconsin, Iowa, and Minnesota in the same season since. Uh, I th- they, they, I've heard the stat. They talked about this this week. It's because um, it what Wisconsin and Iowa. It was the first time since two thousand two. Okay, so to beat Minnesota in the same year, which is. Uh, I think it's 90... 89. Close. I'm gonna, oh, close? I'm Closer. I was going to say 99. Yeah. I don't know. 89. 83. 83. Yeah, which is the Rose Bowl oh, year. Oh, the Rose Bowl year. Also, that year, by the way, Illinois did something that's not dissimilar. The, the year that we're imagining for Illinois having, they lost to Missouri in the first game of the year and then won every game the rest of the way until the Rose Bowl against UCLA. To this day, the, the, the Big Ten people always call that as a great trivia question because Illinois is the only team ever to beat... Uh, it's not the only team ever, but the last team ever to beat every Big Ten team in the season. Oh, yeah. Because they, they beat all nine team. teams that year. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. That will obviously so they went nine Obviously oh. never happen again. Wow. Okay. Who you got? Illinois. I am worried about this one, to be very clear. Like, one thing Illinois has not been tested against is a team that throws a lot. It's the, 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 they just have, they, they've not faced that team yet. And Nebraska, for better or worse, is that team. And this had some success. And it's clearly not given up on the season, as much as I would have liked them to have. Um, I'm taking Illinois. But uh, I'll put it this way. Of the games they have left, obviously Michigan is the toughest one. I am more worried about this game than I am Purdue. Wow. If that makes sense. Same time as Georgia, Florida. Yep. Mm. We are hosting a party. We're hosting, not a party, but we're hosting like some of William's, William Wynn's friends. And uh, I have, uh, if you've seen my house, we have the Lanai. The Lanai will have the Georgia game and the television inside will have the Illinois game. So I will be very perfectly situated to be able to see both spots. How do you feel about Illinois being favored by seven and a half? On the road against Nebraska? <laughs> it's weird uh, to say the very least. I mean, for what's worth, like, see what you will about Nebraska, but that place is going to have like 90,000 freak shows. Sure. As like, it does every time. Yeah, like it is, it is not going to be, this is not like it's sleepy. 90,000 freak shows, yeah. he said. <laughs> this is not going to be like, like Evanston. Like, I mean, this is... It's a big deal. They a have not, yeah. Crowd. They have not, like they, they, you know, and, and they won at Wisconsin, but they get like, if, you know, how they play jump around at Wisconsin. There's this wonderful video someone made of like watching, uh, like the minute jump around stopped, everybody left. Wow. <laughs> they waited for jump around and then they left, mm. and they fired the coach the next day. So obviously they knew it yeah. was a big problem. Nebraska won't do like that. The place is going to be loud. I would, I'd, I'd say I'd much rather play them in, in Dublin. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I got Illinois as well. I've been on the Illinois train. It would be frustrating to get season. this far sure. and lose to freaking Nebraska. I will confess. Yeah. Uh huh. Moving on to the SEC, you've got Ole Miss, sad Ole Miss, visiting confused Texas A and M. A and M leads the series nine to two, but Mississippi has. Uh, I don't know how many they've won in a row. I wrote that they've vacated two wins, which is funny <laughs> to me. Uh, so it should be nine to four, but it's nine to two because Mississippi and Alabama tend to cheat at times in the past. Back when people care, allegedly. Back allegedly. when people care about this. Sort of um, Shreveport is about halfway between Oxford and College Station, which is the bowl game that A and M might be shooting for if they make it to a bowl. I just put that in as there is like a little opinion piece. A little shade, right there. love yep. it. This is A and M's first home game since September seventeenth with their struggle win over Miami. Wow. Yeah. 
Ole Miss is going to beat the fool out of them. They got a dirt. They got a bad dirt taste in their mouth after the LSU game. They're going to beat them so bad. I encourage you to read Andy Staples' piece about, on the Athletic about um, how not only is Texas A&M not going to fire Jimbo Fisher, Jimbo Fisher can do whatever as long as he does he not wants. break the law or break. And, and they rules. did bring up like what, what Auburn tried to do with Harson and how that's. You got it. Like he would show up at SEC media days with his wang out uh, and say, <laughs> "I dare you." He would. Yeah. He would take that money tomorrow yeah. and go sit at the house. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm interrupt you. I'm just saying that yeah, there's so. zero chance he's getting fired. Yeah. They could go over the rest of the season, and he's not getting fired. Well, I mean, he's getting fired. But he's also getting paid 85 million dollars. Yeah, right. He's uh, not. He's not going to not get a dime. So. He is. He's not struggling. I still feel like I'm curious to see what they look like next year when this class does actually come in. It feels like there'd have to be at least some sort of improvement. Uh, but yeah, they're they're down pretty bad right now. I'll take Mississippi. The question you need to ask yourself is: Jimbo still calling offense? Because if he is, yeah, th- yeah. And I think uh, two or three of those guys are suspended. Yeah, um, there were several suspensions. So I've Lane's got I've got Ole Miss. score every again. point available. <laughs> he will enjoy it, that's for sure. Then you've got Arkansas visiting Auburn. Auburn leads the series nineteen to eleven and one, and has won six in a row. Arkansas has lost three of four games this season, and Auburn has lost four of five. This is a get right game for somebody. <laughs> somebody, somebody. I've got Arkansas. Yeah, give me Arky. I'm taking Arkansas. I'm, I'm, I'm not happy with I'm it. Worried but, yeah. Yeah. I'm worried about this one. Then you've got Missouri, Columbia, Missouri, going to Columbia, South Carolina. Can you tell me what the trophy is that they play for? A new made-up trophy starting in 2014, I guess, or 2013? Tiger cock. Well, they're both from Columbia. They're both Columbia. Tiger cock. <laughs> Sounds like something <laughs> Joe Exotic or something. I didn't say I should have said Cock Tiger. Like I think I chose the less offensive. I don't, I don't of think the two. I don't think roosters have tigers. Um, oh my god. Um, I have no idea. It's the, the battle for the Mayor's Cup. The Mayor's Cup. Both Columbia. Oh, both Columbia. Yeah. Well, Columbia, Missouri is far, far. Superior. Far more lovely By the way, than my, my, my friend Matt Pitzer. Oh, I talked to who's on city council. He's dead to me right now. He actually resi- He's actually not running for. Uh, he's he, not. He's not resigned. He didn't resign in like in like disgrace. Yeah, I think he. He uh, should resign for picking up uh, Bailey Zappi last night. <laughs> as I literally was hitting my ad. He is in my. He's in our fantasy league, and he was on. The, he's been on city council for acting uh, Columbia, Missouri for eight years, and was thought uh, before. Everyone went insane over the last five years. Might be mayor. He, he would no. be mayor, and now he's like, you know what? Mm. No thanks, and I do not blame him. What's his uh, handle on um, fantasy football? Uh, he is a pile of crap. Pile, pile of crap. Of ju- pile of junk. Pile of junk. Pile of junk. Yes, pile of okay. junk. He Good used to, to be pile of crap, but he changed it to pile of junk. Good to know. Because he had kids. Good to know. Like he shouldn't do that anymore. So who do you got in this game? South Kakalaki. South Kakalaki. I agree. It's cute how they're so excited about being ranked 25th. I, good for them. Look, I like Shane Beamer. Honestly, good for them, man. Good for them. Like, they, good for they them. Still, I'll still stand by it. They quit against Georgia. I'm, yeah, you would have too. You have very much got on the ground, so don't hit me no more. Yeah, I just got my alert from Matt Pitzer. says he will not seek me. Let's go. Look at that. Thanks for listening to me. Then um, <laughs> two, two games that will have meaning this week because of if certain teams win, <sighs> then next week could be monumental. You've got Kentucky visiting Tennessee. Tennessee leads this series 82 
to 26 with nine ties. Nine ties seems like a lot, even back in the olden days when they would tie three to three or zero to zero. Um, Kentucky has won three times since 1985. They won in 2011, 2017, and 2020. Uh, question for y'all. This used to be a trophy game, but they stopped doing it 25 years ago. Do you know what the trophy was? Tigercock. No. <laughs> Davy Crockett's hat. It's the Beer Barrel Trophy. I think I've heard of that. Really? Yeah. Uh, Tennessee won it. Peyton Manning was was photographed carrying it off the field. Aww, and he then, won a trophy. And then they uh, there was a uh, there was a there was a problem the next year. There's a DUI issue thing. You know some. A bad crash, and so they, you know, I think rightfully so, they got rid of the beer barrel trophy, and last uh, sighting of it was in some Tennessee coordinator's office or something like that. So they don't have any plans on bringing it back, according to both universities. And now you know. And now you know. Fun factoid about this game, I actually think you can make an argument that Tennessee can go one and one in these next two games and be fine. Lose to either one? Yeah, they can't lose to both. But if they lose, if they lose to this one and then beat Georgia, they're probably going to win the SEC East. Mm. Yeah, and so they're in. They're in. Like if they like I mean, you could say this yeah, yeah. about Georgia. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, I know, but Georgia's like Georgia. Yeah, they're in the same position, I guess. But I think I. I mean, I think Tennessee's really good. I think it's more likely that Tennessee loses to Kentucky than Georgia loses to Florida. Yeah, but I. The point is, is Kentucky can Tennessee can lose this game, and if they win next week against Georgia, I mean they'll have to win the SEC championship game. But they'll be in the SEC championship game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I, I listen. I, I thought Kentucky was the second best team in this division. Um, Nevis is playing, right? Nevis is playing. I think yeah. he's playing. I still. Th- I think what we've learned about Hooker and the def- and Tennessee's offense is more than I think Kentucky's going to be able to handle. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Uh, in, in, in a little bit to the point you made a minute ago is that Tennessee's run-out schedule is a lot easier than Georgia's. Georgia has yeah. Mississippi State and then Kentucky on the road, which is... I mean, Tennessee's going to have South Carolina, maybe. Yeah, no, and, which no. beat Tennessee, Kentucky. Yeah. But um, still, Georgia has to go to Mississippi and all, Mississippi State and also right, right. go on the road to Kentucky. So um, I don't like it, but I'm picking Tennessee, but... There is there is something about this game that just makes me think. Just makes me think. This is a night game, right? Yes. Yeah. In yeah. Knoxville, I it's just <laughs> look. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan. I I love the. I love um, shutdown forecast. No, that's not the right one. Um, solid verbal. I love the solid verbal. But they're look down. Look, let down. Look ahead. Or look down. Look back. Or whatever. I'm not a big fan of. But. That was such a big deal two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I, I think they cleaned the palette last week versus UT Martin, though. They could have scored like 130 points. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Still not the former quarterback or a playwright. I'm kind of with you, Tony. I think Tennessee wins but doesn't cover the 12 and a half. And I think that's a low number. Oh, yeah, no. I'm in, I'm in a couple of other pools where I pick Kentucky to cover. Right. Yep. Okay. And then uh, moving on down the line to Jacksonville, you've got Georgia, Florida. Georgia leads the series 53, 44, and 2. Georgia's won 3 of 4. Um, there is vacancy at the Cloister for $1,034 per night. There are rooms available on St. Simons and Jekyll Island. The weather report for Saturday is cloudy with a chance of showers, highs in the upper 70s, uh, with some wind, 13 mile an hour winds. That concerns me when it comes to kicking because that stadium already is a horror for kickers. 
Trey Smack um, gonna have some trouble in this one. The get yeah. in the get in price for this game is about one hundred thirty two dollars with fees, and prices are coming that's down. The lowest it's been a long time. Yeah, that's not too bad. So, yeah. um, I mean, as far as my pick on this, uh, I didn't really like the off week last week. I mean, of course, I want the off week because Florida's taking an off week and it's historical. I would prefer Georgia to play instead of um, you know having a week off. It's I, I'm kind of nervous after the Braves had that five day <laughs> break and then they couldn't do anything uh, versus the Phillies. I almost wish that they would have been in the Phillies position. You know, thinking back, we were so excited when they they dumped the Mets, but would would love to see what history if history would be different had they lost one of those the Mets. But I digress. I think um, this is a it's a struggle game. I think that. You know, typically I'm I'm on this podcast picking you know Georgia winning 43 to to three or something like that, but I I would watch the kickers. Uh, I that's that's how it's always been. I have a lot of faith in Jack Pod. I love Jack Pod. I think he's been money all year. Uh, but just it's it's critical if he has a kick and he goes three for three on his kicks and everything. I think the final score on this Georgia's favored by 22 and a half. I do not think they're going to cover. I think Georgia scores 27. I think Florida makes it interesting and scores 13. I was actually pretty similar, to be honest. That's kind of where I am on it. I think that I actually would argue that the look at is actually Georgia's going to face that just as much, if not more, because they didn't play last week. And Tennessee, I think, has gotten settled like this. I mean, come on, all of us, even in this, we're previewing the Georgia-Florida game, and we spent a good part of the first part of this getting talking about like what that Tennessee game's going to be like. Like, it's huge coming up in a couple of weeks. And so I can see, like, this is Florida's, this is their game, right? This And this is not Georgia's game. They've just got another, that, several big games ahead of them that are much bigger than this. I still think Georgia takes care of it fine. Uh, but I actually would like that 27-13 because it means there's a couple possessions that they fall, that they struggle in the red zone. I think that's enough to keep this tighter in the first half. And let's not forget last year it was tight in the first half. And then immediately and dramatically wasn't. But um, I can see this a little tight in the first half. You like it, then they kind of pull away in the, in the second half. I'm thinking. I actually kind of like 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 maybe thirty to sixteen or something. Y'all taking all my scores. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm I, I'm of the three of us. I'm going down. Uh, I have senior night. My oldest senior night is Friday night at Oconee County. And then we're flying down Saturday morning, tailgate with Robert, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then do our normal, you know, like get out of there early Sunday morning, get back to Atlanta. Um, so if, if you're in Oconee and want to say hey, or you see me in Jacksonville at Robert's tailgate, say hey. Um, I I've been all over the place in this game. Earlier in the week, I was like twenty one's not no points. Um, I am of the opinion that. Georgia is perfectly capable capable of covering this spread. But that means Georgia's got to score 41 to 45 points, which I think they can do. Because uh, I'm with you, Will. I think I think South Carolina's going to score. I mean, for <laughs> Florida. Florida is going to score. Like, they're going to get some red zone opportunities and convert some of them. Um, so I keep coming down. Are, is Georgia going to get to 41 um, well, I guess to, to, to 37 plus points, right? Um, I'll do it. I'll call it, uh, let's say 38 to 16. Right. I think, I think, I think we'll give up a few more points than we have the past couple of weeks. Um, 
but I also think in this game, frankly, this game feels like last year's game, close until it's not. Uh, and then was this not? It's emphatically not. Yeah. Um, Georgia's just a better team, and if it takes to the middle of the third quarter to exert that, we'll just have to deal with the thought pieces next week. Well, Georgia wasn't. They played with their food again yeah. and mm-hmm. all that. But I, uh, that's where I land. And, and if Tennessee wipes out Kentucky or something, and Georgia's a little wobbly this week, you'll mm-hmm. be here in plenty. Yeah, absolutely. And prepare. That's probably the last time we're talking about I think we're all under the presumption that if Georgia and Tennessee win, six-week game day is obviously going to be here. Yeah, game just in a couple of weeks. And, It'd be uh, a, what do you think? If, if things hold, one, one three. versus three? Yeah, and at what, the worst. And so when was the last time a top-five matchup was in Sanford? You were talking about that Maybe earlier. three. Georgia versus UCLA, no, UCLA Georgia versus Clemson UCLA was in, the in 83 because that was the year that Illinois was favored against them in the Rose Bowl oh okay well that's Rick Neuhausel so early yeah. in the season it's been a while it's been 40 years so so I have a quick question Is like a bonus thing do you have a little time for buy and sell buy or sell yeah, not well, buy and sell you can't pick both these will be real quick so they just... did play UCLA they were 20 okay what was, was there a... the actual team was Auburn Oh, okay. Auburn was three and Georgia was four. Oh, there. yeah. That Auburn was, beat Georgia. Yeah, that seven. was the year they cheated and <laughs> claimed a championship. Okay, buy or sell. Um, I, I, we already discussed this, but the first one I had was Georgia, Florida on campus. So. Like, not, not, not that you want it, or what do you think will happen? Do you sell that? or I, I still think that they will, Jacksonville will put enough money on the table that Georgia doesn't have a choice but to accept it. I also think it's going to happen. Okay. I'm going to buy that, saying that it will happen okay. at some point in the next 10 years. All right. Buy or sell. Georgia will wear something alternate by the last game that they played this college football season. Something alternate. Sell. Sell. Just not his thing, man. Yeah, I think I'm going to sell, although I would love to buy it. Buy or sell. Georgia. Versus Tennessee at three thirty on CBS. Are you happy about buy. it? No, no. I'm buy or sell. Meaning, like, are you happy about that? I'm because happy. Look, I like. Would it be awesome if it were night? Sure. But the three thirty is. I, I mean, I think I, I think I'm I am of the opinion that four thirty or five or five thirty is the best possible game time. Right. You get a full day. You get to find out what happened in the early games. Three thirty is a little early, but. Dude, I, I can only live with so many eight o'clock games. Yeah, oh, I mean, um, I was thinking about, I was thinking about the fact like that Notre Dame's playing at Syracuse this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, I talked to my friend Aileen about coming. I was like, "Hey, so Notre Dame's coming this weekend." Because I mean, Notre Dame coming here was one of the biggest, still mm-hmm. one of the biggest games. Like, eh. And she's like, "Right, they're not in the SEC, are they?" I was like, "No, no, no, oh. no, 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 I see some of the LSU game. <laughs> like I, I like I, I like I like the three thirty game because because it means certain things, right? With all capital letters. Um, give it a choice between. Look, if we're going to play a night game, I want to be an, I want to be a nice and easy game where we can have a big day and there's not that many stakes. That's just me. Like a Missouri at night. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Kentucky at night. Is yeah, let's do nice. Kentucky at night. South Carolina. Absolutely. And we still want Georgia Tech to keep winning, to, yeah. so they'll put us on seven thirty SEC Network. Won't happen, but I have to say because because I have to tell. I think I'm gonna have to come back Friday morning, Friday night. Yeah, get there for noon for some tailgate in the morning. It's yeah, terrible. it's terrible. All right, couple a few few. Months. When's the last time it wasn't noon? 
It was eight o'clock. I had hair. Yeah, there was an eight o'clock game there at some point. Yeah, a long time ago. We'll, we'll talk. I'll bring. I'll I'll put that on yes. my uh, questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and keep and keep yeah. in mind. Keep in mind, we are doing something after that game. Uh, to, yeah, just stay tuned. Pencil it in. Yes, pencil in. After just know that when you come to that game afterwards, at, uh, we'll we'll meet everybody there at two thirty. Yeah, right. <laughs> Buy or sell if it is a one versus three matchup versus Tennessee. There will be fifteen thousand. Tennessee fans in Sanford Stadium, buy or sell? It depends on how many Georgia fans suck and sell their tickets to them. Buy, <sighs> buy. I think buy as well. I think. Yeah, they're going to pay more money than our fans will. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy or sell? We're cruising for a noon tech kickoff. Buy, 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 buy or sell? Georgia fans are. Oh, I. <laughs> but <laughs> I just said that. Buy or sell, Georgia fans are going to sell too many tickets to University of Tennessee fans. I guess yeah. we're kind of in that. All right. So you, this, it looks like you had the eight-foot bong over here, though. I just ran into <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is not a football question, but this is something. It's a really big pineapple. Well, I'm, I am a sell on this, so okay. I'm going to go ahead and tell you my answer, okay. and then I'll read the buy or sell. Buy or sell, in-game interviews with players like Major League Baseball is doing in the playoffs this year. As long as it's short, players don't seem annoyed by it, which mm-hmm. I think is telling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I managers always seem more annoyed by it than players do. I think players actually like players. They're kids. They like to be on TV and they like to feel special. So I, I think I don't think play like I wouldn't recommend going after Max Scherzer. I'm just saying Max Scherzer. I'm just like I'm saying here. Who would yeah. I not want to? Yeah, interview? but like generally speaking, I think players. I, I would, if I were a player, I would like it more than if I were a coach. Yeah, a coach it's a game. Is, it's my job to be constantly like my job as a player is to hit homers and strike guys out. As a coach, I got to be aware of everything. I got to be constant. I would not want it as a manager. And I, I, I think one of the reasons they're doing it is to try to get away from the because managers hate it. Yeah. Managers hate it. Players do not hate it. Yeah. So I'm actually okay with it. Uh, I understand the drama of like. You know the, the drama, like the drama of waiting till the game is over and having and then being in their bubble the entire time, time afterwards. But like one of the fun things is how excited they are. Like one, like think about every time there's a walk off, a walk off homer, a walk off a hit in, the, in a game, and they're like so thrilled and they're almost breathless. To me, that's like that's a, you know, that's the only time you get that. Otherwise, I think it's kind of cool. I thought Schwarber, so Avery Schwarber, I thought his was really fun. I think players like it, so I'm okay with it. See, I saw when uh, Rosenthal interviewed. Uh, Reese Hoskins after yeah, he hit yeah, that yeah. major homer against the Braves and it wasn't because I was mad because right. he had a homer but he interviewed him and it was fine but then he goes out the next inning and makes a terrible error at first base <laughs> you know and it's kind of like dude you just like it almost like to me it's like you lose focus as a player that's just where I'm coming from I, I, I certainly believe that uh, 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 of all sports baseball fans get most annoyed by it <laughs> I would don't, say that yeah don't don't yeah. interview the top of the line starter during his start yeah. and probably fine. I think it's good, man. I think yeah, I, mean, and I, I think it's good for. I just think it's good for baseball. Anything that's fun and more relaxed for baseball, I would argue, it's possible because I've been coaching so much little league this year uh, that the number of dudes that at like like I swear to God, like one of my kids struck out and he was so upset and he's also like. They're like 11 and 12. They're at maximum emotion right uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. And he literally got in the dugout and threw his helmet down. And the umpire stopped the game and came over to us and said, if you do that again, I'm going to throw him out of the game. Yeah. It's like, dude, like, I'm sorry. Like, I understand if you're doing that, if you're like, even a college baseball game, fine. Right. The kid is 11. 
Right. Like, comes, he didn't show anybody up. He's 11 and he's just upset. Yeah. Like, I think there are too many people involved with youth baseball that think it is like about more than ba- we're instilling discipline. And, no, you're not. You're just a dude in a goatee yelling at little kids, is what you're doing, in my opinion. I also have beef for interviewing uh, closers between each pitch. <laughs> so, who you got, the Astros or the Phillies? I'm rooting for the Phillies. I think the Astros might. Mm. Yeah, Tony and I just flinched. Yeah. I'm, I, I hope it's Astros in four. I, I, I really like the idea of Bryce Harper. Like Bryce Harper's one of my favorite players, and I think Bryce Harper having like a he's go clutch. ham, he's like clutch. a full on, like particularly when he's hurt still. Like have, seeing Harper, I don't actually have the hatred for the Astros that a lot of people have. And for the record, to be as clear as possible, I have the documentation on this. Jose Altuve never had buzzers. He's the one guy that hated the. Even if you think the Astros are all cheaters, Jose Altuve is the one that wanted nothing. Like info, there's a video of him yelling. Uh, you know, the, the John Boy and all those guys found all the the, the trash. Bag. There's literally a video of him yelling at the dugout after the banks. Like Altuve wanted nothing. He, the guy's a Hall of Famer, and he might. Might not get in because people have imagined that he was wearing a buzzer and listening to this stuff. So I, I'm, I don't get offended by the things. But I also am just, I mean, they've made six straight ALCS. I'm just kind of sick of the Astros the way. I now understand why people were sick of the Cardinals all those times because they're sick <laughs> of the Astros. Astros in three. Astros in three, yes. <laughs> there you go. That's the, he said Tigers in three and 06. And uh, next thing you knew, me, Brian, Sally, Leach were freezing in game five, screaming our heads. Yeah, yeah. All right. I guess I gotta do the thing. You gotta do the what? I gotta do we the got thing, Florida, guys. Let's get our heads right. Yeah, let's get our heads right. Let's get our heads right. And and shout out by the way, I saw somebody tweet this. I think you tweeted this. Shout out to uh, Setson Bennett for correcting the reporter from my common mistake. Yes. Early in the day. I can't believe we went two hours in to bring it up. Of uh, pointing out that it is not. And for the record, I wasn't doing it because of the band. You just didn't know any better. I just didn't know. I was doing it alphabet. I didn't actually do things alphabetically. So it's just a thing that I do. I so have to I, sit there and think, F is before G. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm always, like, it will always be Scott and Tony. Like, it will always be Scott and Tony. Nothing huh. wrong with that. Yeah. Scott, I think it was literally this is Scott, Tony, and Will, I think, Jim. I think I put my name first. Put your name first. <laughs> it is Scott, Tony, and Will. That's what I'm saying. Alphabet. That's alphabet. Oh, that's right. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> I think more people naturally put things alphabetically, like subconsciously, than they even realize. Them. Will, Tony, and Scott doesn't sound good. That's Tony, Will, and Scott. No, I, I do. I honestly do believe that if you just, everyone, when, you're, when, when you think of things, when you put things in order, think about how many times you just don't even realize that you're putting them in alphabetical order. Okay, I'll do that this next week. Yeah, please, please, I, please I, use your valuable time. I, to I, the big issues. Alphabet, alphabet, alpha, alphabetically. I alphabet. Hmm. I feel like I, this is like I, Sesame I, Street. <laughs> how big is that pineapple? Yeah. Al- alphabetized stuff by social security number. So. Oh yeah, that's good. That's yeah. a good way to do it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, have a good everyone. Have a great week, and we'll be out there. Uh, enjoy the game, and otherwise, uh, until then, go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> and thanks so much for listening. We'll, we will be back. No, we won't. Will and Tony will be back on Sunday with the post game of the Georgia Florida football matchup in Jacksonville. So until then, uh, follow us on Twitter at WSLS Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at WSLS Podcast. And make sure you go follow our podcast sponsor, v76.com. Use code WSLS at checkout for free shipping and that's important we'll see you on campus next saturday for what could be one of the biggest games in sanford stadium history 
Well, we've got a lot to talk about and take care of. Before then, as always, go dogs. Pineapples are legal in Georgia, aren't they? Mm-hmm. For now, until they get tax revenue.